Are we live? I believe we are live. Sorry, it's been a while. We're still trying to figure out. We're, we're live in the most rusty. recorded way fashion. A <laughs> <laughs> recorded way possible that we're live. I'll be, uh, I'll be a little shaky, but I'll get my sea legs back. It's, it's been like, what, three weeks for you? Four something, weeks? Something like that. It's been a, been a few. You got a new job, and that's taken up a lot of your time. And then I, of course, uh, like I like to do, I got a little under the weather last week. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought you were going to say I, I still obviously have a newborn. Oh, yeah, that too. I have a baby, and, and that changes things. But uh, the podcast um, gets you out of the house and into uh, some moments of silence where the baby isn't screaming their head off 24-7. Kind of like Russell Wilson was. Kind of like Russell Wilson was a big whiny baby. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Common Ground Football Podcast, <laughs> episode, episode number 6060. Yeah, you can hit mute now. He's trying to find the mute button. Where is it? Oh, that's nice. Episode 60. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Brian and Andrew back together again after what feels like forever damn near a month damn near a month but uh we're gonna we're just gonna it's gonna be like riding a bike i think i think we're just gonna flow right into things we got papers everywhere notes everywhere i don't even know what's happening i honestly don't even know where we left off with things i do know that uh i did the episode i, I had dennis on yep that was a good one did you listen i did no oh. We missed you, and I'm sorry I had to have mom without you. Dennis sounded very tired. He, yeah, he's he also has the uh, the weird shifts and works a lot of hours. So uh, yeah, he did sound tired, but I thought he sounded good. Yeah, and uh, he's a he's an he's another wealth of knowledge. It'd be fun to do a show with him and you and me, and I could just sit there and really say nothing because I don't know as much about football as you two do foosball and the foos yeah i just think it's foosball with your friends uh sports <laughs> yay sports uh i just like to say things about sports and then get attacked on twitter for uh people thinking i'm stupid and that's, I, that's how it works it is you i i i basically use your agreement it, is it yeah I, I figured out really really quickly that if i if i put something on well I knew that if you put something on there, of course, you're going to get people that are going to think you're, you know, an idiot. Uh, it's been fun since we started doing this now and 60 episodes in that I, we have followers that actually follow us and then they like to, uh, jump in there. And really my response always, I really just want to say, okay, well, if you don't, why do you follow me then? (laughs) Like, if you don't like my opinion about Russell Wilson, go to hell. I don't care. Get out. Don't follow me. But they get all mad. I'm loud today. So those Seahawks fans are so passionate. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I'm passionate about the Seahawks, yet, of course, I'm the idiot because I think Russell Wilson is overrated. Uh, so <laughs> who said that? Right away? Got right off the top. Tell you what. 
Uh, all right. Well, so you'd say you're opening with it. Should we just go right over to no, that? No, I don't. Is that the I big mean, one? I mean, I don't. Let's, let's give it a little. I'm still like processing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was up late last night um, waiting for news. And of course, I like, I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Cool, 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 Yeah. I've never been happier. Seriously, it's a fantastic show. If any of you out there have now watched that show, get on Hulu and watch it because it's, I mean, I love that you guys got into it because it's so good. Yep. Anyway, so I was watching that and I'm, it was about 1230. I think that I finally like passed out and I think Russell's stupid ass little cheesy video uh, was posted at about twelve forty five, one o'clock ish. Just want to let y'all know we got, we got a deal. We got a deal. He's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Look at all the chains so, around my neck. So proud of you. Go Hawks. Yeah, that was. It was just like no. It was no, the cheesiest, no, no, no. stupidest do way to even. Even if I loved Russell Wilson, like worshipped him, I would still think that video was stupid and cheesy, and he's corny, and no way the best way to announce that like dude just just tweet in a in text in in letters <laughs> use the alphabet to say we got a deal see y'all tomorrow yeah <laughs> instead of bed instead of this ridiculous video where you got why do you go to bed with all those chains on too man like if i if, even if i had the money that he has and now has more of I, I would take my jewelry off when I went to bed, <laughs> especially if it's fake. You know, get that green green crap. I'm sure his. Is, I'm sure his isn't fake. Oh, mine know. would. Mine absolutely would be. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so we made it to sixty. Big episode for us. Congratulations to us! Yay! Sweet. <laughs> and uh, I I wanted I, I want to start off with the bad news just because I want people to know. Um, we have an announcement to make. Oh yeah. Um, it's huge after 60 episodes we've decided well like all dramatic there. i don't think we decided <laughs> well no we didn't uh we're being forced into by the man uh so we're not going to have a draft um episode a live stream even though we kept telling you we were <laughs> yeah i'll be at work sorry yeah andrew's got to work and it's going to be awkward if i just go over to his house <laughs> It's set up my, in the backyard. By myself and set it up in the back. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I'm sure your wife wouldn't mind and, and it'd be fine, but it'd be weird that I'm just out there yeah. watching TV. <laughs> talking about talking, the draft. Talking to yourself. To, to, which I've done before, uh, and I just don't think that's going to work. So uh, no uh, no live stream. But we'll definitely we'll be having a dry, obvious big draft recap episode. Yeah, and that'll be our season finale, and we'll be done until training camp starts. So, which is not that far away. No, it's really not. But we'll get a nice little break. We'll enjoy some summer activities, uh, which include lots of yard work. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's that's gonna, the other thing that's all thrown off for me is, is oh, yard. I've yet to do. I mean, I went and did my dad's today, and that was just because I was already there, and I was like, yeah, might as well get it done. It needs to. It needs to be done. But, I was but gonna, mine. I'm just <laughs> just letting it go. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was going to ask you because of doing overnights. Uh, how's the yard looking because <laughs> because i i know you and uh for those who don't know right now it's rough andrew uh he loves grass <laughs> it's simply a, put it is it, it's yeah it's a thing of his he helped me put in my uh back lawn which uh i need now need his help to put in more grass 
but I don't know where that's going to happen because <laughs> of his schedule. But uh, he also likes, he has a thing. Uh, it's pretty funny. He, he loves a couple things in life when it comes to outside of the family, which is obvious, you know, wife, kids, that whole thing. Uh, he loves electronics. So we're always talking about uh, Apple TV and flat screen TVs. Still enjoying that. And oh, you have no idea. And awesome. that thing is fantastic. <clears throat> and uh, Apple TVs, yeah, Apple TVs, flat screens, uh, you know, Echo devices, Google Home devices, all that stuff. Uh, but he also, we've had so many conversations about lawnmowers. <laughs> From gas powered to go in the electric route to so that was really cool i mean it was fun today and if you don't just skip ahead if you don't want to hear lawn talk or whatever to our show um, it's been a while uh but you know pulled the old the old honda out of the old shed today you know take it down to my dad's house and got it off the truck and just one pull been sitting since you know fall and one pull and it fired right up I was like right oh. up huh i was like I, I, I okay i like this see i just put the battery in mine and then I and I press a button. <laughs> then it goes, Ooh. and again, <laughs> like a freaking fan, <laughs> it just turns on. But then it's got that that second gear, you know, that it kicks up on when you get the deep grass. Yeah, I uh, yeah, love that thing so freaking much. If any of you are looking for a new lawnmower, I highly recommend uh, getting one of the 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 electric ones, not the plug-in ones. Get the ones with the battery. You don't want to be pulling a cord. If you have a little bit smaller stupid. of a yard. Yeah, I, I can imagine doing a big yard with the sock unless you had. Although mine's got the spot for the extra battery, so you can just you know throw another one on there. And I'm about to have a much bigger yard, so uh, that does make me a little nervous. I won't lie. Um, wow, that was a side side thing. So yeah, with no uh, no draft thing, but then we'll do a. As I drop my pen on the floor, we'll do a recap the next week. Yeah, so we'll have our pre-draft show. Next week, drafts on Thursday. Uh, even though you'll be working, <clears throat> I'll be uh, live tweeting. Well, then Dallas won't have a first-round pick anyway. So. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. That was going to be no fun. And I guarantee the Seahawks, we'll talk about it later, Seahawks won't end up with a first-round pick either. Either They're going to trade right the frick out of that spot. So it, in the end, we would have just been sitting there making fun of all the other teams making dumb <laughs> picks. So, <laughs> so uh, all right. So well, let's, like I said, I wanna, I'm still processing the Russell news. But I know that's what uh, any of the Seahawks fans who are listening, I know that's what you want to hear me talk about, so you can bash me on Twitter later. Um, but <laughs> but, but uh, so you have no idea You're how... You're 10-ply. You have no idea how... Uh, you have to get a thick skin, really, because I want to fight with these people so bad because the old me before doing this would have just gotten a Twitter battle. But because of our show and because of what I'm trying to do in life, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to kill it. With, sometimes I'll kill it with kindness and just be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and other times I just ignore it. Or I've, I've gone to the point where I flat somebody brought, by the way, if you, if you want to come at me on Twitter, please do. It's fun. However, if you bring race into it, I'm going to delete my tweet. Yeah. I'm not even going to get into that battle. If you ever think that I'm saying anything, yeah, and and my opinion is based on race get the fuck out of here that's ridiculous and i'm not i have no problem with any race whatsoever and the second you bring it up i'm just going to delete it and then you know what's funny is my tweet's gone and your tweet looks stupid because it's replying to nothing <laughs> so how about that what's going on in dallas my friend 
There's been some stuff since you've been gone. There has been some stuffs. Um, <clears throat> well, we'll take care of the big one. Um, oh, obviously, last year Dallas had to. Well, they didn't have to, but they did. They ended up franchise tagging him to Marcus Lawrence, and Woo! he was okay with that. Signed that tag. Had a great year. Uh, bet on himself, and finally, um, they were able to get a long-term deal done. Um, he got what he wanted. Um, you know, Dallas is happy. So, you know, um, when that news finally came down, it was like, okay, I, I feel a little bit better because there was, there was a part of me that thought that maybe he was either going to be traded or he was going to, you know, he was going to want to go elsewhere. Um, and I mean, say what you will. He, when you hear, when you hear his name, he's not one of those pass rushers, um, that you hear talked about often, but when you watch him and, and when you see what he does, you'll see that he is definitely one of the elite pass rushers in the league. So um, good to have him locked up. Um, now he can go have his offseason sh- shoulder surgery. Um, hopes to be back by, by a training camp, if not for sure, by um, uh, opening day. But, uh, yeah, Lawrence signed a five-year, $105 million deal. Um, I think with 40, I think with like $46 million guaranteed. Um, $65 million. 65 million guaranteed with a, a was it a 48 million dollar signing bonus something something like that let's see me, i was looking it up let me get my uh get my notes and get some notes too uh 48 million in guaranteed money over the first two years okay. and an extra 17 million in guarantees next march so um he's paid he's happy i'm sad the majority of the hot boys are together um and now I really do think that you need to consider Dallas as one of the top three or four uh, defensive front sevens in the league. I Easily. agree with that. With that. With that defensive line, and with that linebacker uh, linebacking core, um, that's definitely a team to to keep an eye on. Now you, they, you saw a little bit of it, uh, a little bit of it last year, but now with another year under the belts of Jalen Smith and uh, obviously Leighton Vanderesh, Sean Lee being able to be at a reduced role, um, that's going to be. It's going to be fun to watch. In other news, um, the uh, spring, you know, the spring camps and mini camps started. Um, there, all of a sudden, you know, obviously you have these contract talks going on, uh, going on, and, and you know, on the as far as the Cowboys roster, who do they need to sign? They need to sign, you know, obviously you got Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Byron Jones, um, uh, Mari Cooper. Um, those are kind of the, the next ones in line. Um, and then out of nowhere, it just kind of, there was some quote unquote news and tweets that Zeke was going to hold out. He wasn't going to show up. And, um, you know, they said, he's not going to, he's not going to report to, um, minicamp. Well, then first day of minicamp started and there he was. And then, and then immediately after that, it was, Oh, look, look out for training camp. He's not going to come to training camp. So, um, don't buy in any of that. Just that I, it's a big name star in Dallas. You write an article about it, or you you mention their name. Um, it's going to get reads. It's going to get clicks. It's going to get likes. Um, I don't see that being an issue this year, anyway. Um, but yeah, he reported. Don't worry about it. Zeke will be fine. Calm down. Um, now I will say though, um, if that were to be the case, or and obviously, knock on wood, he would be injured or whatever. Um, running back is a position that Dallas is going to need to address either in the draft or, you know, post draft with just some more bodies, because that is, that is one of those positions that, 
Um, you know, he, he has been reliable. Um, you know, he, he always plays, but you have nobody behind him. Um, so that's definitely something looking, looking forward to see if, if Dallas is able to take care of. Um, uh, as well as Zeke showing up to um, minicamp, Travis Frederick is back practicing um, after obviously missing all of last year with his um, uh, how do I say? Guillain Beret. Um, from what I've read, he's not completely out of the woods yet, but him back and obviously working out and practicing is a, is a, That's a big really, deal. really big sign. And, um, you know, they talked to Zach Martin about it a little bit and he said, you know, he, he was with us all last year, you know, in the coaching room and on the sidelines, but, um, actually having him back here out here practicing with us and in the huddle, um, you know, that definitely makes, makes all of us feel good. And, and, um, you know, as well as Joe Looney played last year, um, Travis Frederick is definitely the brains of that, of that offensive line. Um, one of the smartest guys on the team. And, you know, there was definitely a big part of big part of his game that was missed last year. So excited to see him back and hopefully being able to be hundred percent past, um, you know, that autoimmune disease. Um, other than that, it's just been all, all draft talk. And I haven't really been, I haven't been able to listen to a whole lot of, you know, what, what they're thinking and kind of the names that have been thrown around. But um, as far as just what I've seen and, and kind of people that could fit that bill in that, in that second, third round, um, you know, it's definitely safety. Safety seems to be that position that keeps, keeps getting brought up. I mean, you had the, um, uh, obviously the Earl Thomas deal, that whole business. Um, but I, I, I think that they wanted to get a safety. They want to improve, but I think they wanted to either um, have it be from one of their own guys or through the draft. I didn't think they wanted to pay big money to a big name uh, safety. Um, but one of those names that kind of gets thrown around is our, you know, well, not our, but the local kid, Taylor Rapp from uh, Washington. And watching him, you know, a little bit, he's definitely, Definitely someone who can fit on that defense as far as just being real versatile and everything he can do. He can, you know, cover the run, cover the pass. Um, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see. That's, that's just one of those names. But um, if not safety, I do think that – I think that they're in a position this year to draft the best player that falls to them. I don't think they're going to want to – I don't think they're going to make any moves up or, or trade back. I think they're going to sit right where they are and um, just take the best player, you know, on the board. I think there was one other thing. Oh, what's it's been that? a while. It has. Uh, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. I like we're just I, breaking a I, song after <laughs> after the last episode. I don't even know if I mentioned it or maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old. But um, maybe it's both. And maybe it's both. But I I think I mentioned <laughs> Randall Cobb signing, and uh, maybe I didn't really talk about it, but. Um, talk about it obviously Cole Beasley he wanted to go elsewhere so he went to Buffalo which um, I'm not even getting to that I, when when X when X players start bad mouthing the former team I just like whatever dude okay cool but anyways um, you know Dallas has made some very smart free agent moves this year and and obviously trading Cole Beasley and signing Randall Cobb to you know a very very good deal Um. And I'd say he's, 
I'd say Randall Cobb is almost is probably an upgrade over Cole Beasley as far as what he can do after the catch. He's definitely one of those possession type receivers. Um, you know, you saw the success he had in, in uh, Oakland and in Green Bay. So I, I think that's definitely one of the best signings they've had this, you know, this offseason. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to definitely miss miss a lot of the stuff that Cole Beasley was able to bring in the slot, you know, with the quickness and, and his route running, just kind of everything that he does. Um, but we'll see how this new wave of wide receivers um, do this year. Now with Mari Cooper, with his first full off season, um, you know, with Dak. So you've got Mari Cooper, obviously you saw um, my mind, Michael Gallup go, uh, you know, start to progress definitely throughout the uh, end of the year. Now with the addition of Randall Cobb, um, Tavon Austin being back, obviously Jason Witten. So, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see training camp and kind of preseason and what things are starting to look like. I'm just ready to get back to football. That too. <laughs> uh, my, my Mariners just lost their fifth in a row. It's After starting off after so hot. After starting off so hot and they just lost their fifth in a row. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> time, for, time for football. <laughs> We're 20 games in and I'm like... Yeah, I don't really want to go 142 more. So, <laughs> so let's just get some football, please. And none of that AAF stuff. Well, they're gone. Exactly, they gone. Didn't make it at all. No. Uh, but it, uh, I was, was going to ask you about that, and it, and I forgot. Well, say it was good to see. I mean, there was quite a few players that got picked up. Yeah. you know, right after that, Dallas being one of them. They signed another defensive end. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but um, yeah, quite a few of them got you know got picked up. Does it make you nervous at all about if, I mean, the XFL, is it going to have the same fate? Like, I just, it's one of those things where I go, are do any of these leagues actually have a shot at making it? Or are they all just pretenders in the end because the NFL is so big? Yeah, um, I, yeah I would agree with that. Yeah. I really don't think, unless, it's, unless it, was, it wasn't called football, it was something else, then maybe. But I, I don't think there's going to be a successful second, you know, big time professional football league. No. And it was a bummer because, I mean, the AAF, I enjoyed watching it. That, it, it was, was fun it to was, watch. Yeah, and it was fun. And then Johnny Football was signed and then the league completely went under. Uh, and that's what I blamed it on. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is Johnny Football. It wasn't fault. his fault. I'm pretty sure it was. You know, he's just cursed and he got signed and it was over. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think there's anybody who's going to start a league and compete with the NFL. So AAF does not make it through its first full season. Does the XFL make it through its first full season? They'll make it through a full season. Okay. I just feel bad, like you only. Well, obviously because it's Vince McMahon who's backing it, and he's got he's got obviously buku bucks. He's got a poop ton of money. Yeah, he's not he's not in it to try to get the rights to some app or something or something like that. Yeah, something weird was going on with the ownership in the AAF. All right uh seahawks is there anything going on in seahawks world anything happening <laughs> it's been kind of quiet i don't know something that definitely is going to affect the cowboys world either gonna, this year or next be, year well i have a question about that yeah uh yeah so in uh if you're a seahawks fan today was a big day um let's recap what's happened <laughs> so in the last episode that we that uh i did solo uh, which wasn't a terrible movie. I want to point that out again. <laughs> um, Russell had set a deadline for April 15th, which is tax day. It's kind of a weird day. Like, why is it tax day? You know, maybe the Seahawks trying to do their taxes on that day. I don't know. Um, set a deadline April 15th. Uh, 
that that's when they wanted to be, you know, have an extension done. And at first it was not a big deal. It was like, okay, fine. So you're, you're basically saying, you know, you've already said that you'll play the season without an extension in place. Um, they can franchise tag you at the end of the year. They can obviously continue to negotiate after the end of the year. You know, it's, it's fine. If they don't get something done, they don't get something done. And then the days kept going by. And then as we got closer and closer, all of a sudden, uh, this deadline becomes more of a, Hey, that's on Monday. Like, Oh, that's coming up. And then all of a sudden it turns into this. You got, as it got closer, the rumors just start flying everywhere. And everyone who, who is, is got a, just one part of their ear into the organization or into Russell's camp is there's some heavy speculation going on, right? Yeah. I mean, Twitter is just a buzz about people saying, well, he's going to go to New York or he's going to do this or and you had Tyron Matthew saying, or something. then, yeah. And then you had, and then as, as, as we're getting closer and nothing's happening, it's like, all right, well, you know, maybe, you know, this isn't going to work or, and then as soon as, as soon as we got really close and they came out and said, okay, so here's, what's going to happen. If we don't sign an extension by the 15th, we're not going to negotiate a deal ever. It's pretty much what they said. It's either now or we're not talking about a deal even next year. Like, this is your chance. And if not, go ahead and franchise tag him. Do whatever you're going to do. But Russell's not going to negotiate 20, an extension. 26 million or 25 yeah. million, something like that. And, all, and so then all of a sudden you're like, okay, so now you're trying to puff out your chest there and put a little play down, huh? Trying to, you know, be a big guy. <clears throat> you know, trying to trying to say hey i'm russell wilson look at me like hey i'm a tough guy <laughs> like this t- this organization you were the 75th overall pick there okay this organization has been great to you and all of a sudden you bring in your little baseball agent who has one nfl client russell wilson and you're gonna play a little hardball sit there i see what you did there <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a bullshit move and ridiculous and, but in all honesty, all they're trying to do is, you know, who's going to blink first. Yep. Um, you started hearing that Russell wanted a percentage of the salary cap increases year over year, which is something that's never been done before and ridiculous. And I mean, I, I see from his side of it, they're trying to protect against, you know, new CBA and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, like, okay, so first you want a fully guaranteed contract. Well, and also with a potential lockout, yep. you know, in 2021. Yep. yep. So first you want a fully guaranteed contract. Second, now you want to tie a percentage of the cap into the deal. And you want to be paid as the highest play- player in the league when you're not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, sorry, bud. Nor will you ever be. Nor will you ever be Aaron Rodgers. Um. So I, I as as a fan Fuck Aaron Rodgers by the way. You know what? I agree. I agree. I don't know why you said to, I just had to say I don't I was just a random. Well, he's ripped my heart out twice in the playoffs. Well, that's true. And he's also just kind of that smug. Yeah. Look at me, I'm A A Ron. Yeah. A asshole. <laughs> Ron. So <laughs> uh yeah, so as the as the fan that I am and then of course it's no secret I don't I'm not a I, I like Russell Wilson. I think he's a great quarterback, but I, I stop it great. I don't take it then to that next level of 
elite, which is where he wanted to be paid. He wanted to be paid as an elite quarterback, and he's not. Um, so trade rumors started flying around like there was no tomorrow because nothing was getting done. It was Monday. It's the day of the deadline. It has to be done by midnight. And so then you start thinking, well, if, if they're telling him, you know, they could franchise tag him, but this could get really ugly. And then the, the question was asked, well, does Russell even want to be here? Like, is this his way of saying, like, I don't want to be here, so I'm going to make this big play of I want this and this so that you're forced to either pay me a ridiculous amount of money or trade me. And and it's just and the problem with with social media nowadays and everything else, everyone just started freaking out <laughs> and just oh he's gonna trade in New York or oh these are the these are the these are the three spots that yeah. Russell Wilson could go yeah. and and then oh the Seahawks want to they want four first round picks for Russell Wilson and all this stuff and it's just like God can we just let's get to the deadline midnight will pass they'll either have something or they won't. They technically, if they want, they can keep Russell for three more years after this year. That third year is a shit ton of money, but they can keep him if they really want to for three more years. And so let's just all calm down. And then yesterday went happened, and I, I was one of those fans where I'm waiting, and I stayed up late, and, and it I... I I went to bed thinking, like literally fell asleep, 12.30, thinking, all right, well, everything pointed to extension not getting done because there wasn't any news on, like, this is happening. Um, Russell did show up Monday to the first day of of activities. Yeah, so he was there, but but he always said he was going to be. He wasn't going to skip anything. So, um, and then I, I woke up this morning at 5. And that's when I just checked my phone for shits and giggles. <laughs> and that's when I saw, and I'm not kidding you, it was the craziest thing. I literally open up Twitter and I tap it to throw me to the top to the most like most recent tweets. And I, I bet there were 10, 15 in a row of that stupid ass video because everyone retweeted it. <laughs> so it like, there's all, every Seattle media member I follow, all of them retweeted it. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? And I click on it and I watch it and I'm like, ugh. At first, I was like, cool, they got a deal done. I can't wait to see how much they overpaid him. And then second of all, I'm like, ugh. Like I already said, Russell, this is stupid. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So uh, so long story short, as I just you know kept rambling there, Russell, does, they got a deal done. And uh, his agent was there. Got there Friday. They've been working on it, and he was in the building. And it sounds like literally, according to some some sources uh, with NFL, I think it was NFL.com. Uh, anyway, uh, at 11.30, John Schneider literally walked down the hall and handed his agent their offer. And then an hour later, so it was literally right after I went to sleep, they, <laughs> they agreed to the deal. Uh, four years, $140 million. So they've got them for the next five years. Uh, average annual annual salary is thirty five million a year, which puts him over Aaron. Yep, who's at thirty three and a half, I believe. Yep. Uh, so Russell got what he wanted. It is not a fully guaranteed contract, so Seattle got what they wanted. Um, 
the weird thing about this for me as a Russell Wilson, I, I never want to say hater because I don't hate him. Just the, not a Russell, a Russell, Russell, not a Russell, Russell, not a Russell Wilson, like obsessed fan. Uh, I actually don't hate the deal. <laughs> I hated his first extension, hated it. Thought they overpaid the living crap out of him. Did they overpay him in this deal? You bet. But if they wanted to keep him in Seattle, they were going to have to overpay him. And have a way out. Yep. They had zero choice but to overpay him because he wasn't going to bend on wanting to be the highest paid player. He just wasn't. And he got that. So, And for about a year, he literally will be the highest paid because the thing with these deals just like he went for he was he was in the i can't remember where he was top four or something and and per year for quarterbacks when he signed his extension now he's like 12th well if you look at who's coming up and needing extensions uh pat mahomes will absolutely eclipse what russell just got paid so he's only going to be the highest paid for a short amount of time yep um but I don't hate the deal because if you look at it and all that it entails, because I knew they were going to have to overpay him, honestly, it's not that terrible of a deal. <laughs> and they got their franchise quarterback, and that's what you got to do for a franchise quarterback. I'm in, not in four or five years, that deal won't be. It'll be nothing. Yeah, it'll be nothing. It'll be nothing. Uh, they took money that would have been uh, in base salaries and put it into a signing bonus, which is $65 million. So they pushed a whole bunch of money right up front uh, to help with cap space and everything else. Yep. So he gets $65 million, uh in signing bonus. So basically, the first year... How'd you like to get that uh, that um, pending... Uh, that pending... That pending that, transaction. See that pending on author, th- Thursday night. Be pissed off and call the bank because it's not off, like it's not in your available balance yet. Yeah. Like hey, uh, pending. can you get that sixty-five million there? I, it's just sitting there. It's been off. It's been pending for three days. Yeah, come on, ACH. <laughs> come on. What's the deal with that? Uh, so the first, so basically, his first year, he gets seventy million fully guaranteed in year one. That's sixty-five million, and then it's five million base salary. So, uh, and then he's got thirty-seven million in injury guarantees, and uh, and then a no trade clause, uh, five million in roster bonuses in the final two years. And he will be a Seattle Seahawk through 2023, uh, where he'll be about well, he'll be 35 years old at that point. So you've got him locked in the prime of his career. Yep. And and you're paying him a, a poop ton of money. Uh, it's 107 million in total guarantees, uh, with a potential of making 157 million total through the end of the contract through 2023. So, um. While I don't hate the deal, um, the aftermath that comes from it is what it sucks because now you still have a problem on your hands. You still have Frank Clark. You still have Bobby Wagner. You got Jaron Reed, who name just started kind of popping up as people were like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a free agent in 2020 as well. Right. Uh, paying Russell all this money kind of. I think it's like a 13 something million cap hit this year, but it does squeeze your availability, your available cap space. And when you've got flank, Frank flank, <laughs> I can't say names. Flank is a kind of steak. It's delicious. Got flank cart and rest and listen, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, we're rusty. We're, we're, we're getting it. The uh, Sohawks. So, <laughs> 
Um, Frank wants a deal because he basically just saw Demarcus Lawrence sign a giant deal. Yep. So he wants more than that because that's what happens. Yep. And so can the Seahawks afford to pay? Uh, I think it's it's upwards of twenty. So with Demarcus Lawrence get twenty one a year. It's about that. So he wants more than that. That's a lot of money. Uh, and does he deserve it? You're damn right. And I and I God, I hope they can make something work. Uh, Frank wants to be here, and I think we need him so bad. Uh, more than we need a Russell Wilson who, you know, he is now paid $140 million to hand the ball off. And then every once in a while, I'll throw a touchdown. <laughs> so, because that's the other half of it is you're paying, you're paying a franchise quarterback who you don't even use correctly. That's what bugs me the most. Like, if they use the thing with Russell is, yeah, I don't think he's elite, but I do think he's great. And I think that if they actually used him the way they're, they, they should use him as a freaking quarterback, he could do great things. And they're handcuffing him. And we've talked about that a million and six times. I agree with that. Yeah. So if you're paying him this amount of money, maybe let him loose a little bit. I don't think that'll happen, but got to be nice to see. Let's not have him continuing to just hand the ball off at the end of this contract. And and then because at that point, he'll still be so healthy because he hasn't been, you know, throwing the ball around <laughs> that, you know, he'll want another big deal at 35 years old. <laughs> and then we're screwed again. So, um, Basically, I, I I was trying to figure out like okay, how do you really how do I feel about this whole thing? And as a fan, I'm I'm happy, I'm pissed off, I'm you know the same thing I felt when he signed his first deal. I just think he just they overdid it. But then I was like reading through Twitter, and then so Mitch Levy uh, used to have a radio show in Seattle. He had some personal issues. Won't get into. You either like him or you don't. I I still like Mitch. He was always good. Uh, my dad likes him. Anyway, he has a podcast now, and uh, it's a fun little listen. I'm not going to give any more advertisement than that. But uh, his tweet was perfectly summed up exactly how I felt because this is what scares me. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, so he said, just woke up to Russell Wilson News. My simple conclusion, the chances of the Seahawks being competitive in the majority of their games the next three years and chances of being a playoff spot contender are solidified. I would agree with that. But he then says, Chances of winning a Super Bowl in those three years took a big hit. Because now you can't necessarily afford to put the pieces around him that you need to win. Because let's remember, as good as Russell Wilson has been, Russell Wilson was not the reason that they won the Super Bowl. The defense was. And Marshawn Lynch. And Marshawn Lynch. Russell Wilson was not the reason they went to a second Super Bowl. Uh the defense was that was the defense and, and Marshawn Lynch. Uh, Russell Wilson is the one who threw the interception at the end of that Super Bowl. So let's remember how that went down. Okay. So my question for you is, I mean, I, that's about as much as I want to talk about Russell in general. He got a deal. It's done. We can move on. Let's hope Frank is next. Let's hope Bobby's right after that. You talked about how it, it's going to affect your team. What does this do to Dax upcoming I think I, I think that's the exact number they're going to shoot for. Um, in my opinion, is he worth that much money? Uh, no, uh, I think. I mean, and this is just what I think. Um, I think he's going to get it. He'll get a deal about five million less than that. God, I think that's, that's about what he's going to be. I mean, okay, you just. I mean, stats are one thing, but if you just look at the numbers, um, obviously in those first three years, Wilson had way more rushing yards because he always took off a lot more something i 
really do think that they need to do with Dak a little bit more. Maybe not to the extent that Wilson did early in his career, but Dak definitely needs to be on the run more. But you look at the numbers, I mean, they are they are very identical to what they did in those first three years. So um, with it being Dallas and with it being, I mean, he's still obviously super young. Um, there was definitely a lot, I think there was a lot of eyes on this Wilson contract to see what that was and that's kind of going to set the stage for the rest of these younger guys so you know the Mahomes the Prescott uh, Jared Goff I think I don't think he's had his long-term deal yet um no that's another name I forgot so yeah. Pat Mahomes what about Goff so I mean it's Shit. it's, it's going to be interesting I um I, obviously they're not going to probably won't be doing anything they maybe start some talks whatever this year but definitely next year is going to be the time um and like I said I, I believe the tag is around 26 million or so 27 million but um i mean you look at some of the deals that are out there now like with um like jimmy garoppolo how much money he got jimmy graps okay was he i mean okay does dak deserve more than that yeah that's a tough based one based on on his career what he's been able you to would do think for that you would think yes so i mean there, but, there you but, go. Then, but then you've got like Kirk cousins who signs an 84 million dollar guarantee contract right. who and he's not worth almost any of that <laughs> so, and so you, you got this whole like yeah i mean it, it's 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 interesting to see just kind of how the dominoes fall so we'll we'll, we'll see but i i think he's gonna he's he's gonna be approaching that number and it's gonna shock a lot of people and it is what it is but it's like shocking said, me it's shocking me hearing you say that like i said that like number. in three four years those kinds of deals are gonna be nothing <laughs> there'll be nothing compared to what we see some of these young quarterbacks sign right it'll be it'll be nuts and we'll think god remember that russell wilson deal yeah it so it was nothing but i mean they but dallas does i mean it's going to be interesting because they do besides dak they do have some big names that they're going to need to sign and i know they're going to want to keep amari cooper around long term um obviously you're going to want to keep ezekiel elliott at least for you know one more one more con- one contract extension um byron jones maybe the odd man out as much as that would suck um you know see what kind of deal that he'd be able to get i mean you saw the kind of um season he had last year being moved to full-time corner and having chris richard you know coach him on the sidelines um it's going to be interesting they've got they've got some they've got some decisions they're going to have to be making here in the next couple years but like i said within that 2021 year you know that with the cba being um or it's supposed to be you know uh, renegotiated i mean that could be that could very well be a lockout year so it's gonna be, it's gonna be a uh, I a see, fun ride. I see that being a media shitstorm no matter what because Dak gets a ton of criticism only because he plays for the Cowboys and because oh, yeah. and because of the national attention that well, team speaking gets. Speaking of national attention, I've got something on that too. Oh dear, yeah. so something I'm pissed off about. Oh good God, do you you want to get at it now or do you want me to finish sure, my, my thing? Because I. I got, I got. No, you go ahead and go ahead and finish. Finish. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, they'll get a ton of attention, and it'll be because there's no. I don't think we could sit here and argue that Dak is Russell Wilson. It's, I don't think there's an argument there. Dak isn't. Dak is good. So, but here's the thing: like we're talking about ranking quarterbacks, and how here's this guy that thinks he's elite. I would put Russell in the great, and I would put Dak in the good category. Dak is as good, if not a little bit better, than Wilson was in his first three years. Okay. Well, Russell won a Super Bowl in his second year. But like you said, that wasn't due to him. <laughs> You're right. 
See, he listens. <laughs> so, but he, I mean, just 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 those first three years. I mean, I I think Wilson has he's become a better all around quarterback. They still just don't use him correctly. Yes. Um, but in those first in these first three years, I think I think Prescott's outplayed him just a li- just just a tad. I'll have to look at numbers. I don't know if that's. Uh, hmm. I have to disagree with you there, buddy. I, I think he leads his team a little bit more than. Uh, Wilson but he's did. right. But he's asked to. You got to remember, like he, the quarter, the your defense has been, especially last year, was phenomenal and was a surprise. But your quarterback is actually asked to be asked to be a quarterback, uh, even with the running back that you have. Where Russell, yeah, Carson did. Carson was great. Penny was a great compliment, but you had Russell Wilson, and you didn't necessarily use him like a quarterback and i don't care you guys can come at me and argue with the look at the numbers man like he his passer rating is the best he's got all these touchdowns and look at his efficiency ratings and blah 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 screw you man i don't those numbers are great because what they would do is have him hand the ball off and when they got in the red zone he'd throw the ball yeah so, of course, he had a bunch of touchdowns because they get in the red zone and they throw the ball. And, yes, touchdowns are important. They help you win games. However, can you imagine how many more touchdowns we could have scored if Russell Wilson had thrown the ball a little bit more, if he'd have used his receivers? He's got one of the best deep threat arms in the game. Yep, I agree And they don't use it. And one of the best deep threat receivers. In Tyler Lockett. And they don't use it. That's what I'm saying. So, shame on the Seahawks. How about that? Uh, two more things on this real quick. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. Uh, cause, cause one other thing I, I left, saw my notes, right. As I was like, did I forget anything? But, uh, R- Wilson's agent said that Russell loves Seattle, always wanted to be in Seattle and he compromised to make sure he could stay here. And I thought that's kind of a, huh? weir- yeah, that's kind of a weird statement. Like, what do you mean compromised? You got, a, you got it. You got what you wanted. That you, yeah, you didn't get the the percentage tied to caps or anything else, but you got what you wanted. Yeah, I don't see how you compromise. And the Seahawks actually got what they wanted. What we actually call those things are negotiations, and they're part of how this all works. But yeah, sure, you compromise. Good job, Russell. Also, if you thought that video was as cheesy as I did and as Andrew did, uh, and you want a good laugh, it's now all over social media right now. Yep. Uh, Tyler Lockett and DJ Fluker uh, doing their own little version <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the video. He's got that bread. It, <laughs> it is it is hilarious, and especially the fact that Fluker can't keep a straight face trying to say Sierra's line uh, or Sierra, whatever the hell her name is. I always say it wrong. Uh, trying to say her line, he can't even like he's he's he just can't keep a straight face, and it is damn funny, and it's better. Than Russell's video. I'm just saying. So, anyway, they are hilarious. Hilarious. Before we move on to news, what do you got to get off your chest? What's going no, on? No, what I was going to say. Well, it might be it's lumped in with news, but Ooh. so you know, speaking of Dallas and just the national attention and just kind of how things seem to be dealt with when it comes to certain Dallas players. So you remember, you know, let's go back a couple of years. Yes, we're bringing it back up. You know, Zeke Elliott, that whole drama, that oh, whole deal. No, you know, yeah. blah 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 blah. Um, you know, long investigation found that he didn't do no. He we you know. We don't think that he did anything really, but uh, here's six games. So then you had obviously Ruben Foster, who's had has actual incidents in the past as he's been in the league. 
Um, then you heard the big uproar when Washington signed him, you know, last year after he was released from the 49ers. Um, and then again was accused and blah, 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 blah. And the rule is six games. Um, the NFL comes out and they say, uh, we don't believe he violated the, um, the personal conduct policy, but he's being fined six, you know, $6,000 or whatever it was. Okay. Well, if he didn't do anything wrong, why are you finding him then? Yeah. And, and if he did do something wrong or if he was even just accusing, he still found nothing. Why isn't he getting slapped with six games? What the hell? That's just the kind of stuff that I see that really pisses me off. The and we have talked about it, uh, and I don't. I'm, I'm sorry, and I said, and I don't think I would ever get it, get over it. And if I was Ezekiel Elliott, I sure as hell would never be getting over it because hell no. you saw the kind of season he had his rookie year, the season he he could have had his his second year. I mean, granted, since he's come in the league, he is obviously by far top. You know, in my opinion, the best running back, but top top two, top three. Um, you know, the kind of numbers that he could have at this stage. So. But anyways, the incons- the inconsistencies in the in the punishments, Agreed. which we've talked about a ton, and that's on Roger Goodell, and it's ridiculous. And I, as much as I hate the Cowboys, I 100% agree with you. And if I was Zeke, I wouldn't shut up about it ever. I'd be bitching about that every freaking day. There'd be an email or like a text or a phone call made. Every- Here's my daily call just to remind you that uh, uh, what you did was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> just want you to know and i know that i mean obviously he said once it was over he was moving past it and never getting him but still i mean just guarantee you he hasn't i yes yes because i wouldn't i like to hold little grudges that's what i had i agree with you that's a good one i like it uh schedules being released tomorrow it is i'm excited i'm ready that gets you that one step closer you get schedules yeah then you get draft you get and schedules, he, and that means everybody gets to plan their hotels and their and airfare and buy their tickets, and just all the excitement begins. Now, we have a bummer year for our podcast. We don't get to face each other unless it's in the playoffs. Right. Uh, so that sucks. So let's hope that both teams make it to the playoffs. I and sure they, do and believe they, that that's going to happen. And uh, and, we, and we get to play each other. But uh, uh, I'm looking at the uh, 2019 opponents for the Seahawks. And I am kind of excited to find out, you know, what, get us some dates. I'd like to, uh, we, they play New Orleans at home. I'd like to, you know. That'd be a fun game. That'd be a fun game. And uh, that's probably the only, besides obviously like, you know, Rams and, and Niners. I don't give a shit about the Cardinals. Uh, Minnes- <laughs> well, what if they get Kyler Murray? Well, we're going to go over that. They start getting excited. We're going to go over that. Um, Minnesota, I guess that'd be kind of fun. I don't know, just to make fun of Kirk Cousins, I guess. <laughs> um, but then away we get to we get to here's the you game. Like that? Here's the game that I wish was at Seattle. And Dennis from Ohio, I hope that you guys go to this game because it's close to you. The Browns. Yep. Uh, I wish that that game was being played here because I, I would. I'd actually that would be the one that I would try and get tickets to. I'd go to that game, uh, wouldn't you? Yep. I think it would be fun. What the Browns have done this off season, uh, what they built last season, uh, I'm telling you, they're they're going to be a good team, and it would be a lot of fun to see that matchup. So, uh, Dennis and Amanda, I think you guys should go to that and enjoy it. But uh, yeah, schedules released tomorrow. That'll be fun. Um, 
the only other news story I had was uh, I know I know that we promised we were done with Earl Thomas. <laughs> we weren't we were going to say another word, but this one was a weird one. I just wanted to bring it up in case you guys didn't know about it, but uh, and see what you thought. Um, Earl was asked about uh, someday retiring as a Seahawk. Yep, and he abs- said he would absolutely love to do that, and that he would sign that that ceremonial contract, that one day contract, so that he could retire as a Seahawk, which. I thought was really cool of him for all the crap that he went through and the organization went through that he would stay that he would say, I still want to retire as a Hawk really makes me miss him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, he had obviously all pro great, you know, seven, what, seven seasons, seven, eight. Sure. Somewhere around there. I mean, he had, that's, that's, that's home. Yeah. And he, you know, obviously he went elsewhere to make money and I totally get it. Uh, so I thought it was really cool. And he was one of the ones that on Twitter today congratulated Russell right away. And uh, Bobby was right there to do the same thing. Um, didn't see, and maybe I'm wrong, I haven't looked, but I didn't see anything from Doug Baldwin, which I thought was kind of weird. And, uh, of course, nothing from, uh, you know, Frank, who wants his own damn money. Yeah. So I don't blame him there. But uh, is there any other news in the NFL that uh, I missed? I, I went through and I'm like, we haven't done this show in forever, and I'm so I'm like browsing through, going, "Is there anything we want to talk about?" And it was all like too like team centric, and I'm like, "I don't give a shit about this." Yeah, stuff. no, nothing, nothing off the top of my head. That's that is something that's been a little difficult to keep on top of. Is, is I don't in blame that you. news loop. I don't blame you. So, uh, draft news. Uh, draft is next week. Um, you kind of went over some stuff already, but I just wanted to get your your general thoughts, like how you feeling going into it. Um, well, first day, like I said, day one, I don't think Dallas is going to do anything. They obviously don't have a first round pick. I don't see them trying to jump into the first round to get some. I think, um, well, yeah, you yeah. know, that day two rolls around, and I think they're just going to sit there and they'll take whoever whoever's at the top of their board right where they are. Um, they, you mean like I do in fantasy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so weird. They've obviously have, have had very strong draft picks these past few years, and. Um, you know, I, I let's just see if that um, you know that trend continues. Um, but like I said, position wise, I think that you know if there's a if there's a safety that's high on their board, I think they're going to take that. Um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if a, a lineman was take, uh, taken. You know, whether that be a, a swing tackle or um, you know another guard, um, but also running back. Um, just you've got to have that that steady you know second string even third string running back um behind elliot uh i mean in your opinion what is the absolute biggest need though for the cowboys i mean position wise i know you brought up running back a couple times safety well with but, the but biggest need well with the small i i would say safety being the biggest kneel kneeled biggest need we both can't talk today but <laughs> with the kind of moves they've made this you know within free agency they they're pretty i mean they're solid i mean they are definitely solid all all across the board um safety would be probably at the top of the list followed by running back um you, you could always use more defensive tackles yeah i mean that's really it i mean they they, is they a, are actually very solid across the board it's a defensive line heavy draft yes uh if if this is the year you need a defensive lineman tackled and whatever uh this is the year because it is loaded yep 
Uh, not a lot of good quarterbacks, but damn, defense-wise, yep, it's stacked. So, um, is there anyone out there? I mean, I know you've been your work schedule is crazy, and you and you probably haven't been able to like pay attention as much as possible, but or as much as you normally do. But is there a name out there that you like desperately want that if for some reason they're available? at the first pick that the Cowboys have, they just have to grab them. Sure. If by some freak of a whatever, if I mean, and this is just a pipe dream, this isn't what I actually think, but (laughs) since we're just asking this question, if for some damn reason, Ed Oliver is sitting there in the second round, all the way back where Dallas is picked, that would be my, that'd be my dude. (laughs) Now, really, who would you, (laughs) since we know that won't happen. Oh yeah. Ed, Ed Oliver, what put, put his tape on. Good, good, huh? Hmm? Is he good? That's that's a <laughs> that's a scary man. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the Seahawks side of things, uh, I'm nervous <laughs> because we only have four. Take picks. a long snapper at uh, the second round. So, well, you know, uh, John Snyder does some weird things, so we don't have a second round pick. So that sucks. Um, it. I'm nervous because we only have the four picks. We literally pick uh 21st in the first round then we don't pick again until the third and we have a pick in the third the fourth and the fifth rounds um i would be shocked if that 21st pick came up and the seahawks hadn't traded out of the first round altogether to stack up more picks because only having four that is not the john schneider way (laughs) and 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 that's a lot of pressure having only four and i mean you got to hit they have not had success. Yeah. They, they haven't had very successful drafts the last couple drafts. They started out so well, and then the last few that you know they've got some players that have come out that have been great. Uh, but there's been a lot of misses, and and so they the pressure is on, especially with now that you just paid Russell all that money. You got to build around him, young cheap talent, young cheap talent, and that's that's what they're going to have to do. They don't really have a choice. So so yeah, I'm 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 nervous about it. Um, biggest need uh, in all honesty I think it's defensive end I think they need to compliment now compliment Frank Clark on the other side basically but that's even if Frank's going to be here Good. I'm glad you brought up defensive end I don't know why it finally clicked but I do have a, a, another big signing after you're done oh okay um, <laughs> but yeah so we need another guy uh, on that line um, especially if, if, if they end up trading Frank Clark which is still a possibility um we they need somebody so i think that's it you know wide receiver wouldn't be a bad thing uh you know doug baldwin as much as i love angry doug he's got a sports hernia now he just had surgery for that he's on the downward trend of his career unfortunately and at some point he's gonna be done i wouldn't be shocked if 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 the healing doesn't go right from this hernia he i mean he could just retire and just be done he's had a great career he's got a ring Mm-hmm. and and why not it's if it's too hard to try and come back for that from that screw it man i don't i wouldn't blame you one bit but um even if he comes back he's still he's towards the end so we need to start filling in that spot you got tyler lockett he's great but out of the other guys you've got there i mean they they, they need to show something this year so i i i would like a wide receiver um and then if you want to go outside of that the secondary which of course still makes me nervous so i'd still like another corner um safety game is still kind of eh. 
Um, but yeah. And then is there anyone I want desperately? Uh, was my question. Um, I'll tell you what, if they get to the 21st pick and Brian Burns is still available, that is the one moment that I would not trade out of that spot. And I'd take him. He's like, what, 6'4", 6'4", 249. If you look at a bunch of mock drafts, he's actually on mock drafts of the Seahawks for a lot of, a lot of the mock drafts that are out there. And uh, I, I would take him if he's available at 21. If he's already gone, screw it. Trade out that spot. Get out of there. Get out of there. Run. It's a trap. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I, he's looking at all the defense. That there's a ton of of defensive talent and that's a thing like even if you don't get someone there there's so many right it's just it's loaded so we'll talk more about the draft uh because we'll get more information obviously next week by the time we do this next tuesday it'll be full on ready to go here's what's going to happen we'll have mock 27.0 that's come out exactly and we'll be able to just go from there so what 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 what'd you have well no i and i apologize to those listening who are like dude what the hell you forgot you man forgot, man it's been a while um it's been a while it's obviously leading into the demarcus lawrence deal there was the rumors and then the eventual meetings and then it actually happened dallas being able to trade for robert quinn so another oh, yeah. another solid defensive end right there and you know when that was first started when that first started to be rumored that's when people were thinking like maybe we aren't going to get a deal with Lawrence Dunn and this is the kind of the, you know, the somewhat of a safety net. Um, but they were able to get, obviously sign uh, Robert Quinn, one year, $8 million deal. They traded a sixth round, a sixth round 2020 pick to, to uh, Miami for Robert Quinn. Um, he's obviously still a young player, 28 years old. Um, so now you've got, like I was saying, you've got DeMarcus Lawrence on one end and Robert Quinn on the other. Obviously, sprinkle in some Randy Gregory and Taco Charlton and yeah, and Antoine Woods, and you've got um, you've got a pretty good defensive line there. So um, definitely a, a move I'm excited for. Um, anytime Dallas gets a defensive uh, lineman, I'm it's just excited to see what kind of what kind of game, what kind of not kind of game. I'm excited to see what they're able to put out on the field under the coaching of Rod Marinelli. The Seahawks also made other moves, but I don't. I don't really care to talk about them because they don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> There's it, the Russell Wilson was the only thing. And I was just, you know, yours matters. That's a big deal. I mean, the Seahawks, they like signed a bunch of other stuff and did some things. And I mean, who cares? Seattle should know Robert Quinn. Well, who cares? They should. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, first, uh, a new segment. I, I didn't post anything for social media mailbag. I, saw, <laughs> I just, I just decided we're going to, we need to get, by the way, we need to get him a theme song. Yeah. He would like a theme song. Okay. But uh, Dennis from Ohio is is tuning. Is, yeah. Hey, Brian, it's Dennis. Hey, not sure how this works, but I'm sure you will have to edit it. But here is my question for the amazing Common Ground football podcast show. And he's it has so, to do with the Frank so Clark saga. So I was reading an article today about Frank Clark and the three teams the Seahawks reached out to, and it was the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs. So my question is, what do you think the Seahawks would want if they were going to trade Frank Clark? And what do you think these three teams would want to give up for him? Also, 
if he doesn't get traded, do you think he will pull a Le'Veon Bell and sit out the entire year? As always, great show. Look forward to it every week or every other week in the off season. <laughs> um, it's always hashtag buttery smooth, <laughs> and I will talk to you guys next week. I'm out. Hashtag Dennis from Ohio. Oh, thanks, Dennis. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him a whip up some sort of theme song. Some sort of special theme song. Yeah. Let's make it a good one, too. Uh, apologize for the audio quality. It's a voicemail, and that's, you know, hey, makes it feel like we're on radio. Gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. Um, yeah, so the fr- I, I didn't talk too much Frank Clark besides obviously saying that we, um, it was gonna, you know, that Russell's contract kind of affects that. I had not seen that article about those teams. However, it doesn't surprise me that there are teams now surfacing as possible trade partners. Um, I look at it as Frank Clark is a he's a damn good player, and I do I think he's worth what Demarcus Lawrence got? Um, yes. More than that, though, no. And uh, what do you got here? What do we got? Russell Wilson was a 12th just a few hours ago. He's a new number one. Well, duh. Has more wins than every other. Oh, okay, that's what you wanted me to see. Since then. <laughs> since entering the okay, so okay, so breaking news, everybody. No. <laughs> Andrew would like to make sure that we point out that uh, since entering the NFL draft or the NFL draft. Wow, <laughs> this is it's such a day. Since entering the NFL, Dak Prescott has more wins than every quarterback on this list, which is Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Graps, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr. It is amazing that when you look, first of all, first of all, amazing that when you look at the top seven, that Derek Carr and Jimmy Graps and Kirk Cousins are in that list. Right. <laughs> that's, that's incredible on its own. And then second of all, um, I mean, who gives a shit? So... <laughs> Congratulations to Dak that he has more wins. Russell has this really pretty ring. Just saying he's going to be getting around that, that same, fi- that same so, money. And, and, and to think, like we said, is he your franchise quarterback? Yep. That's why. Yep. In, in, in when we, the contracts that we're seeing right now for quarterbacks, if they're your franchise quarterback, you have to pay him. It doesn't matter how good they are. If you're going to label them as your franchise quarterback, that's what they get. Yep. You got players like Kirk Cousins that is making way too much money. Keenum, wait. I mean, all these guys that aren't that great. Old, uh, they're making way too much money. What's his name? His name. I just had it. He's so bad. You don't, remember that, you don't remember his name. No. Well, yeah, he was bad. Um, <laughs> great in college, but he was bad. Uh, Bradford. Yeah. Again. He would be just giant deal. Giant deal. And he giant deal. And he hasn't done anything. Yeah. So, uh, where was I? Frank Clark. Yeah. Yep. Dennis from Ohio, Frank, Frank Clark. Clark. Uh, what would it, what would the trade DFO, what would the trade, what would the, <laughs> what would the trade be? Uh, you flashed up two. Is that two first rounders? No, that, a second rounder, a second rounder. Yeah. One second like rounder, a, like a second. I could see like a second and a sixth. Yeah, I could see that. So I say two first rounders. That's ridiculous. No, 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 not worth that at all. No, no, no. The rumors out there that Russell was worth four first rounders was laughable. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Yeah, I can see that a two and a six. Yeah, I don't. 
here, I think this is what's going to happen. The Seahawks are going to go to Frank Clark and they're going to say, here's our offer. We will pay you this much. And say 19 million a year, 19, yeah, 18, 19, somewhere in there, probably stay below that 20 mark. And Frank's either going to sign it and maybe they backloaded a little bit. Maybe they give them because right now they're kind of screwed with the cap. Maybe they, you know, in year three, you know, there's something extra in there. I don't know. Maybe they work the same thing. Maybe the signing bonus. So they do, they do something to make it work. And either they're going to say yes and sign it, or he's going to say no. And they're going to say, okay, are you going to sign your franchise tag? And if he looks at them and says, no, I'm not going to sign my tag, then they're going to trade him. And it's going to come down to they'll trade him for what the best that they can possibly get. And if that happens to be a two and a six, great. You know, if it's a two and a five or it's a two and a, you know, a couple of, I mean, whatever. They're going to do it for whatever they can get. Yep. Will he pull a Le'Veon Bell? No. I, I don't, yeah. I don't I, think so. I don't think so. And it, I, I, I just don't see that Frank Clark is that kind of guy. And also, I got to believe that players saw how that all worked out and, it didn't work out very well for him. Yes, he got out of Pittsburgh, which is a shit show, but he ended up <laughs> so he ended up getting less money than he would have got if he just signed the damn thing and stayed there. Yeah. So it didn't work out well. So no, I don't see him holding out altogether, but I think that in all honesty, he should just sign. If they can't come to an agreement, just sign the tag. You're going to get the money. You're a stud. And let's deal with this again next year. Please. I'm begging you, Frank Clark. <laughs> sign the tag. Love you. <laughs> he freaked out Twitter tonight. Just gave him a heart attack. I saw that. Just. And you know what? I got to believe it. First, I wanted to apologize to him for because I was one of the ones that freaked out. And then I thought, no, hey, listen here, a-hole. You knew by posting that vague post little vague tweet of yours right. that you were going to cause mayhem. Yeah. They lied. They lied to me. Dot, dot, dot. Really? Yeah. You expect us to honestly immediately go to, oh, well, he's just talking about his family. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just, oh, Frank, he's being silly. He's just. That old FC. He's just getting us again. Look at that. No, everyone freaked out. And he was just, he was playing us. Jerk. Uh Wow. We that was a good one. Um, as usual, please go leave us a review on iTunes. I don't even know if we have any. I, I doubt you could check, but I'm sure we don't. But if you'd like to and you like us and and want to leave us a review on iTunes, that'd be great. Helps keeps us going. Helps. <laughs> um. So take some time for us. We'd really really appreciate it. Before closing this out, I did want to touch on one thing. I know this is a football podcast, and I thank Andrew for. Uh, although I didn't even ask him if I could do this. I just did it. Um, <laughs> but he hasn't told me no when he saw the show notes. So, so he didn't come in and go, yeah, that thing right there. I don't. I yeah, don't, go for it because I have something to say after that. I don't want to do that. About the same subject? Yeah. Oh, cool. Even though it's a slam to me. Oh, wow. Um, just, oh, you know what we did? It's just a joke. What we didn't do, though, but we are so unorganized today. Backtrack one second, though. Are we going to make a... Uh, a bet on who's going to be number one. Kyle we don't Murray. To, we don't have to do it right now, but that doesn't help when we both think the same person's going to get. That, that's it's Kyler Murray. 
but it's kind of came out today that maybe it's not going to be Kyler Murray. It'll be Kyler Murray. I also believe it's going to be Kyler Murray, but I, it's, you know, we'll talk about it next week. (laughs) Um, Okay. This is a football show, but we also love sports in general. At least I do. And I know you do. Yeah. So I don't want to take up a ton of time on, on talking about this, but I'm a giant sports fan with a ton of different sports. And one of the ones that I absolutely love to death is golf. And I know I can feel it. There's some eyes rolling. <laughs> you can feel it. That even though you haven't even listened to this yet, like as I'm recording it, I can just, I, I know. But you know what? Just let me for two seconds. Um, something great happened over the weekend. Uh, the Masters was going on. It is by far the, uh, in my opinion, the biggest golf tournament of the season. It is, it's not just the golf course. It's everything. The green jacket to the, the field that's there, the history of it, everything. Now, I am a giant Tiger Woods fan, and I have talked about Tiger on this podcast before, I believe. Yes. And he, the, the guy was untouchable he was winning everything and then 2008 happened and did he have some personal shit go down you bet sure did but i guarantee you that if you dig into a lot of professional athletes lives there's some weird stuff that goes on that never goes public was tiger wrong in what he did you sure was but you know what i am one of those golf fans where i separate them i don't like what he did but i also think that he's a ridiculous golfer and there is nobody on this planet that can captivate a sports audience like tiger woods did with golf i don't know man i go outside of golf there is nothing if there there is he i think in sports period there is nobody that captivates audiences like tiger woods Hmm. i know that's a bold statement that's bold, Cotton. <laughs> but it's what I believe. So uh, unless you were living under a rock, even if you're not a golf fan, you are well aware that Tiger won the Masters over the weekend, which was probably one of the most unprobable things to happen. He hadn't won a major since 08. So here's a guy that was supposed to just blaze on past Jack Nicholas and beat his major record. And won since 08. He hadn't won a golf tournament since 2013, and he finally won last year Tour Championship. And that was a big moment then. And this year, I just I felt it. I was like, it's going to happen. And I wanted it to be, if he was going to win another major, I wanted it to be the Masters. And I bring this up not because I want to sit here and talk about Tiger, but because I literally sat there. I, I was at the end. I was pacing. I was at my dad's. I had tears in my eyes. I'm not going to lie. My son, who is obsessed with golf too, my little almost four-year-old, Tiger's his favorite player. And he is like captivated by what he's seeing, even though he doesn't fully understand it. Right. And, but I think the bigger picture and what I wanted to do, what I wanted to say about it was it's bigger than sports, really. You had a guy that, He went through personal hell. Yeah, it was his own doing. But he went through personal hell. It threw his career into a tailspin. And then with injuries and everything else on top of that, he he wasn't taken out by security. 
<coughs> well, yeah. He wasn't supposed to be able to do this. His back is literally fused. He's had several back surgeries. The last one, they fused his back. And if you play golf, there's a lot of torque on your back. So the fact that he was able to come back through all of that, and it took him all this time to do it, if it's it's almost basically, you know what, it's a don't give up story. And that's what I wanted to say. Like, I looked at it and I was like, you know what? You can hate Tiger Woods all you want. There's plenty of you out there that hate Tiger Woods. My dad, love you, dad, but I know you can't stand him. Totally get it. However, you you have to look at what he did. And I just took it personally and was like, you know what? If someone can go through all that to get back to the top, I could do that. Word. So... It, it what it did to sports over the weekend and how it how it became the biggest story. I'm a giant Mariners fan and I didn't even know they lost on Sunday until the next day. <laughs> yeah, Tiger was everywhere. It was it was everywhere and it it just it was it was the biggest deal. And and it was a weird Sunday because of the way that the schedule was because of weather and didn't even get the ratings that it would have gotten had it been played at the normal time, but it didn't matter. The fact that Tiger Woods Won a golf tournament, won a major again. Man, don't give up on your dreams. That's where he wanted to get. And yeah, he's been there a million times before and he's got plenty of money and blah, 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 blah. But man, I I, I just, I loved it a ton. And, and I still, here it is Tuesday, and I'm still like, oh. Well, just like almost like in disbelief, did it really happen? I literally, on our drive home Sunday night, from Spokane, I, I looked over at my wife and I went, so did he really win? <laughs> like, did that really happen? Because it just seems so surreal. It was crazy. But uh, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to go off on a little tangent and thank you for letting me do so. What do you got? Yeah, let's, bring, let's, uh, let's end on a high note. Um, Tiger Woods won the Masters, fell off for 11 years and came all the way back to win the Masters again, all before Cowboys won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so you hey that's a great stat that is i and that fit right in with what we were talking about and the fact that you're able to to clown on your own team to do it (laughs) man this is why we're friends that's fantastic uh all right it's our show and if you've been with us for any amount of time whatsoever you know that we also love star wars and so we're going to close with uh uh, a little, just a just a tiny couple minutes on some Star Wars, and the reason why is Star Wars Celebration was last weekend in Chicago. I, for one, I I really want to go to that someday. <laughs> Eventually, um, it looked like a ton of fun. The, I bet you they'll have one at Star Wars Land someday. Well, we're going to that too, right? Like all of us together, some someday. Yeah, I mean, the first couple of years is going to be a madhouse. Yeah, I'd say wait till like we're year eight. <laughs> um, it looks so cool though. You get to fly the Falcon. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so Star Wars Celebration, they had their episode nine panel. And of course, everyone knew it was coming was our first look at episode nine. We hadn't even had a title yet. 
And so sure enough, I don't know if you were able to watch any of the panel. I have not watched no. the whole thing yet. No, I didn't watch any of that. But uh, I did, of course, the trailer came out and I sent it. Does, had you seen it before I sent it to you? No, I was asleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually wake up and watch it? No. Well, I woke up when I woke up and watched it. Oh, okay. Uh, I was at a work meeting and I was could not focus. And... <laughs> And between sessions, I, I saw it come out and I went, Ugh. and then so I sent it to all of you. I sent it to you. I sent it to Dennis, sent it to your wife and a couple other Star Wars nerd friends. And, and, but I couldn't watch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I sent it and, and I, I, I literally had to wait a whole other hour before I could even watch it. And I, a bunch of us were out in the hallway at this hotel with my iPad and <laughs> all huddled around to watch this trailer. Um, I've probably watched it 50 times. I'm sure you have not watched it anywhere close to that because you're not a weirdo like me. Uh, but what'd you think? I'm excited. It's definitely going to be, uh, that'll be, it's going to be hard to compete with. It kind of makes me wish that JJ had done all three. As much as I like the last Jedi. And I mean, we'll see. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, this is just a trailer. Well, just the so. looks, just the looks. Uh, like. how, well, so when my jaw first dropped was obviously when she jumps over the type. Right. Yeah. That's a cool move. That's just like, that's something you saw in the prequels, that type of move. Huh? Like, yeah. And just the, the, the way the camera, though, just the way it was shot. Um, no sun flares, which yeah. is cool. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited. Did you, when she's, she ignites the, well, first of all, you see the, you see that she's obviously fixed the lightsaber. Yep. And then you see that this, tie fighter thing coming i don't know what they call that thing but it's kylo ren's yeah and and then you see her turn and she ignites it turns and you're like the hell's she doing (laughs) like and then she starts running and you're like okay well she cannot run that thing so and then you're right that move and everyone and what's really fun if you have a chance to watch the reaction videos from the panel yep they're so fun because everybody in the same in the room is saying thing like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and they're cheering for different things and because you hear Luke's voice say Talking all the, to her. Yeah. yeah say all these things. There's a thousand generations in you now, you know, but it's your fight. Um, it is obviously the passing of the torch film, and that's what they're doing. And and then they go through it's it's just a teaser trailer, and they go through. If you, I'm sure you've seen it if you're a Star Wars fan. If you haven't, what the hell are you doing? Um, but just really cool shots. And then to see Lando, you know, in the Falcon again, and that was awesome. And that got a great reaction from the fans yep. and three POs with them, three PO. It's just the whole, the look of it looks, looks like there may be, there must be on a quest of some sort because all of them are together and they're, you, you're not quite sure where they are. And of course you see Kylo Ren and he's doing a little battle and, and he levels. Putting, he's putting the helmet back together. Levels, yeah. Puts the helmet back together. Levels some dude, which of course made me think like, how'd you get your helmet back? Like that was just crushed in an elevator. And then they, uh, I don't know if you know, but a, a, a cruiser went through that ship at light speed. And so where'd your helmet go, bro? Like yeah. all of a sudden, did you, you know, little things I think about. Like you're not supposed to. It's just a movie and shut right. up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then and then at the end, and so the most dramatic part of the whole thing, which had everyone in shock, and was at the end of it they come to the cl- this cliffside and you see out in the water 
And at first you're like, what the hell is that? And then you realize, well, that's got a little dish to it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's wreckage of a death star. What the, what the, what the fuck? And then, and then Luke literally says, no one, none of us or none of us or no one is really gone. This line from episode eight. Yep. And it goes blank screen. And you're like, the fuck? And then a laugh, an evil laugh comes up. And I, did you know it was uh, Palpatine the second you heard it? That, that was my initial, very initial thought. I did. I went, that is the emperor. And yeah. what in the living hell is he doing laughing in this trailer? Right. Uh, that was cool. So I don't. I thought it was even better when Seth Rogen put his laugh over it. I have not seen that, <laughs> but God damn it. I bet you that's hilarious. It is. It is great. Cause it's quiet. And then you just hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Where was, did he tweet that or something? Or it's, Instagram? it's all over Twitter. It's oh my YouTube. God. I got to find that. Oh, that's yeah. gotta be so great. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I obviously, or obviously Disney is just taking over the world. I mean, they'll have all of the biggest movies this year. All of them. Um, obviously, with Endgame coming out next week, um, and then uh, Lion King, Aladdin, now Star Wars. Yeah, they're Disney's um, just printing their own money. Well, enjoy if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, enjoy because this is the end of the Skywalker saga. They made a point to put that in the trailer. I know as a fan, I got a little emotional, like because the 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 thought that oh, this really is it, kind of hit me. And uh, and then they said they're going to take a hiatus from Star Wars for a couple of years. As so, they should. And I agree. They absolutely should. And we'll, we'll do, of course, we'll do our own review show like we did for Last Jedi. And we'll talk more Star Wars. And I'm sorry we took up so much time talking about it. But we are huge fans. And it was super exciting to finally get a look at it. And then, of course, it gets a name, which is weird. Uh, it's called The Rise of Skywalker, which for it to be the end, why is it The Rise? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... A little strange. Just and take, then, take from it what you will, the ending of The Last Jedi. And then who... Well, all right. And and who the hell are they talking about? Right. So we get to, we get so much to, to think about before we actually get a big trailer. And then December, we get to go nuts. Please do me a favor and actually see it like in December. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. Let's go together. That way we know that you saw it and we can, and we can do our show. All right. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, it was good to be back, the two of us together and doing this. And we've got two more shows and then we take a little break before training camp and uh yeah draft next week it'll be fun anything else you want to add are we done i'm good sweet until next week or next show or whenever the hell we do that go hawks go cowboys go cowboys